You dumb, Mitch. Well, maybe if I was the only one doing it, one fault in three years. You only have five jobs, Mitch. Five jobs. God, God, I made one mistake in three years. <laughs> Fired. <laughs> okay. No, we can't fire. <laughs> you can't afford to fire me. You can't afford to pay me. Oh, welcome to Entertain This, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. Sometimes. Well, no, all the time. We talk oh, about yeah, it every yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, okay. Same thing we do every night, Pinky. My name's Hayden. <laughs> With me, I have Tom. Hi, Tom. And this bumbling idiot, Mitch. <laughs> Hi. This is a special episode. It's Hayden's birthday. Uh, yeah. It is my birthday. He's... Oh, wrong okay. one. I was yeah. going to go for the... Yeah. Yeah. He, he just turned 72. I feel like it. He walks like it. he's walking. There's a storm coming. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> Don't say that the power was flickering. Here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we did some fun stuff. To, uh, we we saw a movie, and uh, you know, I got a PlayStation Five, the fifth one. Uh, this is the first PlayStation I've owned since like PlayStation Two. One. I never owned a PlayStation Two. Wow. Oh, yeah. Were you poor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we'll get into all of that. But first, social media. Well, you can go to entertainthispodcast.com, which will also take you to our Entertain This group and page on Facebook. Then you can also go to Entertain This exclamation point with TikTok and YouTube. And then we also have our Twitter, which is at this entertain. I did that without looking at Tom the entire time. He sounds like a tour guide. Like, <laughs> well, over here on the left, you'll see the lions and, you know, they're, 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 it's mating season. I hope that, that, y'all are welcome to announce If you have small kids, the, you might want to <laughs> Y'all are welcome to announce the, the uh, social media anytime y'all want to. <laughs> you have it all written down. All right, who got punished? I did. Did you do it all for the <laughs> nookie? I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> all right. Let me, I got, I got notes. Apparently. I, I, I took a lot of notes about this A film. movie's so good, Ma, uh, Tom watched it twice. <laughs> because Tom fell asleep. <laughs> I've done that before. I, I watched the movie, and then I had to re-watch. Like, I watched like a cut video of these other people making fun of it. I'm impressed. Because, uh, to be honest, there's been plenty of times I've fallen asleep through a punishment, and what I got is what I got. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like alive to the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Or I've been like taking notes for all the, all the other stuff that, for the podcast while this – like playing in the background, I'm just listening. Yeah. <laughs> so there's probably a lot of stuff I missed for this film. Okay. Well, what's the what's the premise? Okay. So th- this is a 1987 South African science fiction film directed by Neil Blomkins, C.I.S. Adendal, <laughs> and Michael Paplica. <laughs> Those aren't real names. I, I assure you, they are. Bless you. They they feature no one you know. Of course. <laughs> like when you look at because I've never uh, heard of this movie. Yeah. If, look, look at this. I want to go to cast. Yeah. Two of them have hyperlinks. I don't even see him. <laughs> Two of them have hyperlinks. Oh, okay. The chimp didn't even get a hyperlink. Yes, there's a monkey. Mm. <laughs> so let me pull up my notes here. Okay, so here's what I've written in a drunken stupor. All right. Let's let's bear with me while I try to remember this horrible movie because alcohol helped. <laughs> so two stupid light orbs fly by Earth. Miko gets too close and gets caught in the orbit of Earth and crashes in America. Of course. He's captured. They shove tubes up his nose, and a woman doc- doctor is torturing him and looks way too into it, like way too into it. I remember this part. She's like, 
He's, oh, so the ball sack that's Nico. The ball sack. <laughs> it's really it's like shriveled poop with an eye, <laughs> and they don't even blink at the same time because <laughs> got two puppeteers. Yeah, oh, I don't even know if they have puppeteers. So he's like sitting on the table. And he's going Nucky. That's how he sounds the yeah. entire time. And then I was going Miko, and I was like, I wanted to punch the television. Yeah. So you look at the stupid doll on the table, like all hooked up to stuff. They got stuff shut up his nose, up his butt. There's wires everywhere. If it's a blob, how does it have a nose and a butt? Well, it's like the anim. It 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 looks like a sad scrotum man. Sad scrotum man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I don't know how his ears look like condom wrappers. I want to like hear that in like a. a all points bulletin. Describe <laughs> this man. The scrotum. Is <laughs> scrotum man. I know exactly who you're talking about. So the I nurse, saw that man last the night. nurse walks in, like inject him with stuff and like mess around with his tubes. And he's tiny, like in the shot, like he's like on the gurney, hooked up to all the stuff. And it gets to him, and he's huge. Mm. And she's just a normal person. I'm like, how? I'm like, how big is he or how small? I don't know. There's no like concept of size. So she's like injecting him, and she has like the big gown on, the gloves, the mask, and all that stuff. Yeah. So and then all of a sudden her sleeves are rolled up, and I was like, "Well, that defeats the purpose of wearing the gown." And then she's like injecting it. She like pulls down her mask, and she's like, mm. "Does she not wear a glove?" No, she had gloves on. Oh, okay. she at least had gloves on, but she like but removed she... the protective covering over her forearms. Yeah, that is kind of. Dumb. And then pulls down her mask while dealing with the alien to breathe in all that alien. COVID. Oh, I had to write down what the organization was that captured him. The Space Foundation. <laughs> Nobody yes. will ever guess what they do. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, it's generic enough. Mike, just he keeps yelling for Nookie. Um, apparently, they Nookie. can, like... Nookie. They can brain mesh with each other or something. <laughs> I don't know. Brain mesh. That's what I wrote. Because like, he can see what Nookie is seeing. Mitch, I challenge you to watch this movie and see what the plot really is. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. I'm not watching this. That's why I'm, I picked it as the punishment. So, I wrote, like, the weird animatronic blinky stuff, and I was like, it's like Five Nights at Freddy's, but broken. <laughs> Isn't that the point of the game, though? They're all, they're all broken? Well, no, they're just trying to kill you But at this point. But, uh, so, Nuki crashes in the middle of Africa and talks to animals to find America. And the animals? No, no they don't speak English. Animals they're animals. Like, it's that way. No, he's talking to a baboon, and the baboon's just staring at him like... A baboon? A baboon. Oh, baboon. A baboon. A baboon. A baboon. Your, your British is slipping, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so they're scanning him, and the, uh, they have hot nurse Pam, and then you have the other weird guy who's, like, in charge, and he's just, like, so he looks like a principal at a middle school. Oh. Like, he's got, like, those big kind of 80s glasses on. Yeah. Like a bad almost kind of comb over, but he's not committed. He hasn't committed to it yet. Yeah. And then you got um, sexually aroused nurse who's, like, torturing Miko. Oh, the sadist. The sadist one. Yeah. And then you have Hot Pam. Hot so uh, the angry one comes in, and she's like, oh, check out these scans. He's pure energy. And it's just, like, some Andy Warhol painting, like, uh -huh. where it's, like, the different colors, and it's just the stupid face yeah. on all these screens just changing contrast. I love it when sci-fi movies do that. They, like, show you their technology, and it doesn't – nobody knows what it means. Yeah. But you're going to watch it for the next five minutes while they – Trying plot MacGuffin something. And then they send this uh, Dr. Henry guy to go to Africa because apparently they know Nuki's in Africa. Nuki's in Africa. Somewhere in the Serengeti, like having the 
time of his life. I'm glad they narrowed it down to Africa. <laughs> yeah. They like, yeah. It's a country. So they call this dude, and the guy's like, This is important. We need you on the first plane to Nairobi. Get there immediately. Click. And it's like, That did not sound urgent. Yeah. And it cuts to the dude, and he's just in his own house. Yeah. And like, you can see like the TV like going off, like the light change in the background. And he, he looks drunk out of his mind, and he's just picking up the phone. And he doesn't really say it. He's like, Hello. All right. <laughs> he just hangs up. <laughs> like it's over. Like there's an alien in Africa. We need you to go get it. Ah, it's the third time this week. God, I'm sick and tired of these aliens in Africa. <laughs> Did you finish the show at least? No, I don't know. Okay. It just cuts to other people. So then we cut to uh, a sad, drunken, weird man, mm. like angry, drunk, violent man who is called the corporal. Mm. <laughs> He's, he doesn't even get to be an officer. You He's, know, you know why. He, he's sad, angry, and drunk because he is a corporal. Corporals have to do all the responsibility of sergeants, sergeants but with less pay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. So he goes, he, fi- he finds Nuki in Africa. Nuki. No one believes him. Every time you say Nuki, I'm like, that's not a real name. I, no, it just throws I, me out. It hurts me to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me think he's saying Nuki all the time. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So he goes and finds sex in the in the jungle. <laughs> that sounds better. We'll just call him sex. <laughs> so he sees nobody believes him because this dude's hammered. So he conspires with the native tribesmen to capture him, mm-hmm. and then some little the little the two little kids whose names I still can't know mm-hmm. because they actually it, it's in, it was in the uh, production notes they mislabeled it or they misquoted them during the film as to who was who. Like, oh, they're characters. They, they swap back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, one minute, it's this person. It's like, it'd be, like, me and Mitch. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, it was Mitch in the scene. And then it cuts to me. And you're just like, wait, what? Mm. <laughs> that's that's what, that's the level we're talking about. Yeah. So he finds the kids after getting nowhere trying to find America with the animals and the wildlife. And they agree to help him find this place called America. America. Little do they know, it's on a totally other continent. So the, the African African kids don't even know where it's at? No. Oh. Like, they're wearing loincloths. They got bows and arrows. It's, <laughs> nobody knows where this is. I, I bet you that, like. I was <laughs> a little I was a little perturbed. I was yeah. like, all right, look, it's like 1987. Surely you have a rough gist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that. Like, that this country called America, well, who loves to put their nose we, in everything at that we point. We have people in America that believe the earth is still Flat, so I mean, I guess anything's possible. Yeah, that's scary. <clears throat> They'll hear us. <laughs> the flat earthers. So, and then it comes to Nuki or sex. He's wandering through the village and he finds a chimpanzee who's wearing a tank top who can talk. The chimpanzee can talk? It can talk. Does it have like, um, I don't know, like a Peter Griffin voice or something? No. Okay. No, I don't even know how to describe it. Mm. It's like, nah, you want some candy? Nah. It's like, what? <laughs> So you got Dick Tracy's voice. It's like, it's Af- like Dick Tracy drunk from Boston. Yeah, like the Affleck voice. Yeah, see, man. Yeah, almost. Yeah, you're on the right track. So he's wearing a pink tank top. He's mischievous. He's breaking stuff. And this, his whole role in life is to just give the business to the corporal. Like, relentless. Like, he's smacking him around. He's throwing stuff at him. He's insulting it's him. probably because he outranks him. Everyone understands the monkey is talking. Mm-hmm. No one is shocked by the fact the monkey can speak English. Yeah. Okay, it makes sense. Go ahead. This the, this <laughs> part actually made me angry. Oh, oh, this this is a this is a fantastic, fantastic mm. part. I'm he, all ears. So Miko, the other scrotum, mm-hmm. the other 
part of the ball sack. Yes, gotcha. Who's captured in America being tortured by the sadist. Right. For her sexual pleasure. Mm. He infiltrates the computer in the lab. How does he do that? He just starts pressing buttons. Oh, okay. And the hacking happens because it was the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so the computer is attacking him, and he starts hitting keys, and the computer is, like, sexually aroused. Like, oh, what are you doing? What? Like, I'm serious. Like that. Hmm. I, I, I just kind of sat there holding my beer like, Mitch, I hate you because <laughs> you're making me watch this horrible, horrible film. So, so he's sexually arousing the computer by typing the keys. And he, I'm not going to lie. He started typing a lot faster and the computer seemed to enjoy it. But then they become friends. Uh, well, I think I mean, he was drunk at this point. No, no, I'm not. This is what's happening in the film. That or he's dreaming. <laughs> no. I fell asleep during the opening credits and dreamt the whole movie. And this is where we are. That That's favorite. what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. Sick? So after he befriends the computer, now this is like a lot of time we're spending away from Nuki. And the computer falls in love with Pam, the hot scientist. Okay. And the computer starts singing to Pam, the scientist, and telling her she loves her. Mm-hmm. And she obviously, burn, yeah, she rebukes the computer, and he just goes, you suck. He, the computer does? Yeah. Oh. I mean, she could go talk to HR. I don't know what they're going to do. I was sexually harassed <laughs> by the computer. Like, I'm lost. Uh, like, get uh, back to work. I, I I think we should wrap up the plot here. No. And then we go back to Nuki. So the villagers panic. They run inside the missionary where the nun is like telling the Henry the, guy nun. who, yeah, there's a nun. There's a nun. I'm, Just let him ramble through. Go ahead. This is, this is gold. So they all run inside and they're all dancing around praying of because course. of an earthquake that Nuki caused oh, yeah. for trying to fly again or do voodoo magic or teleport yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the nun and the corporal yell at all them and they run outside. Okay. And then back to Nuki. Who's teleporting? And they spit. This is the they speed up the camera because he's being chased by the tribes people. Yeah, like his teleport. But they didn't slow back down the camera, so everybody looked like they were running at normal speed. It was literally like some Scooby Doo, like running between the doors really, really fast. Okay, in like the jungle. I think I can see what you're saying. Like you know how like they speed it up and it's like dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, it was, stuff. yeah, pretty All much right. that. Oh, okay, makes no sense. So. Let's see, where was I at here? Oh, yeah, the African tribe, they think Nuki's a bad omen. They want to capture and kill him. Uh, Nuki tries to teach the African kids how to go to sleep through the power of music video featuring dance moves and fog machine and fireworks. They have a music video in the middle of the movie? Yep. Huh. Who, who, who did the music? Do the Nuki. I don't know. He's, like, doing <laughs> dance moves. He's shooting fireworks. And they're on the run in the darkness of the jungle. Don't you think fireworks would be just a little conspicuous? The purpose was to get the kids to fall asleep. Yeah, he's like, let me show you how we fall asleep. <laughs> pew, 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 bam, bam, and fog and like the whole. It was like Thriller, and I'm just watching it. Like, what is this? What he's done? What's going on? What he's done is he like smoke a cigarette and go. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that would've been great. That would've been great. So the corporal finds him. The kids carjacked the guy. They run him over with the jeep and kill him in cold blood. Wow. And the kids are like cheering and singing. So the corporal dies. Oh yeah, oh, wow. like they like they run him over like in the tall grass. You just and like <laughs> he's they're just gone and no more corporal. Did he it's even, over. Did he deserve it? I mean, a little bit. Oh, okay, but I don't know <laughs> if he deserved a heinous death <laughs> <laughs> from some kids because uh, the villagers think the twins are an evil sign because they're twins. So they like they kick them out into the jungle until like one returns who's strongest. 
to like let the other one die. That's a, that's a fair. Yeah. But that's when they agree to like hijack a helicopter, of course, and try to fly and take Nuki back to America, which I don't think they understand that you can't fly by helicopter. I mean, the hel- all right, you remember the opening scene of Mash? <clears throat> yeah, those helicopters. Yeah. You think that's going to make it from Africa to North America? They bring a lot of fuel cans. No, they didn't have any. Well. They just had the one. It's powered by Nuki. Yeah. It's powered by Nuki. Yeah. He can shoot fireworks out yeah. of his fingers. Um, one of the kids gets bitten by a snake. Oh no. And Nuki uses like magic powers. <laughs> and then this was like a this was the fever pitch dream where the computer convinces the principal who's in charge of Space Foundation and everything is important and urgent. Mm-hmm. That he's some sort of clown and he has a cape on and he's doing some weird like show with music and lights the, the- to let Miko escape. Okay. So, that you, brings us to the end of this film. Oh, too soon. I know. <laughs> Where Miko and Nuki are finally reunited in friendship and brotherliness. The ball sack. And mind. they turn into their little balls of light that they were flying around in to begin with. Because uh-huh. that's how they got caught on Earth. Because Miko did, like, pulled an Icarus okay. and flew too close to Earth and got caught in the gravitational pull mm-hmm. of the planet and crashed. That's so, it. the two of them are reunited <laughs> and they turn into stars. So does the chimp. No, oh, of course. And the three of them go off into the stars. What about the Wonder Twins? No, no, no. They're okay. just there, waving. Did they get it to America? No. Oh. Why, why couldn't they have just flown off to begin with? Yep. <laughs> so, did you make all this up? <laughs> <laughs> I assure you I did not. That's okay. 17 and a half minutes I'll never get back. That sounds, this uh, was the worst movie <laughs> I've ever seen. And... Like Santa Slave, Velocipaster, all the uh, like the llama, like the llama one, all those were amazing compared to this. Llamageddon. Llamageddon. Yeah. Did so, you did you get production notes on this by any chance? Like, I wonder if it <laughs> ever went to theaters or anything like that. I, I think it did. I know it's horribly panned. <laughs> Obviously. Well, this, while you're looking this up, no, well, there was no is, production notes. So. Okay. What did you rank this movie? Oh, this is like a negative nine. This, no, no. So this, 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 this is the worst movie ever. This seen. is one. Okay. This movie is one. This is the bottom of the barrel. This is stepping in dog crap, stepping on a Lego, and like really falling good. down some stairs. This movie sucked. You guys are really good at hurting each other. That's for sure. Oh, don't <laughs> worry. I've got one saved for you uh, when the time comes. Great. Yay. All right. Well, good job, Tom. You, you suffered through that. You did some diligent notes. You know. How, how often do I bring actual written true. notes about that's a true. review? This is the most work I've seen bring, put in anything. How do you bring notes to anything? <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. You know, thanks for taking one for the team. We struggle to get you to write down the trivia. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like he's just thinking it in his head. Yeah. <laughs> What's two plus two? Mm, four. Nope. <laughs> Not today. All right. Well, good job, Tom. Who had movies? I did. Go ahead, Mitch. I feel like I need a drink. <laughs> well, I watched the uh, the movie Prey today. It just came out. I did too. Yeah. I did not. Mm. And uh, it's a it's a movie that's you know basically it's it's a predator movie. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's starring Amber Mid Thunder and Dakota Beavers. Mm-hmm. Mid Thunder. Well, she's Native American. Yeah, the, both of them are pretty much Mid Thunder. I'm, I'm assuming the the second guy's Native American that he looks to be in with that name. I would assume so, but mm-hmm. no assumptions. You know. Yeah. But uh, they play not. Uh, Did not, they get an actual predator to play as the predator? No, <laughs> they couldn't no. get one on such short notice. <laughs> Naru and Tabi is, uh-huh. is the names, and it's uh, directed by Dan Trechenberg, which he also did Tin Cloverfield Lane, The Boys, uh, some of the Black Mirror episodes and stuff. Okay. 
But uh, it's got a 7.1 on IMDb. Um, but I'll, I'll read you the little synopsis that I wrote for it. Okay. But basically, it's a Naru must learn to hunt to stop a new threat to her and her tribe. One of the first known encounters with the highly evolved predators 300 years ago in the Comanche Nation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Interesting. I really liked it. I I thought it was one of the best Predator movies. I, you know, I think it's the second best Predator movie. And it to me, if it wasn't for the nostalgia of the first one and you know it, it being it the original, I mm-hmm. would say it would be better than that one. Yeah, blasphemy. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. Nobody goes stick around. I think what you. I, I think I see what you're saying, Mitch. Yeah, if if there was a generation that had never seen the original Predator, right, they'd probably like this one bit more. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I still think the, the the original is the best, just because it's it's been around for so long. It's so awesome. And it, it's, it's got so many iconic lines and all that. But yeah, I ain't got this, time to bleed. This is definitely like. One of the best Predator of movies of all. So. It was um, it was ninety six minutes. To, I think uh, it was like ninety minutes till credits. I know it was an hour and forty minutes. Is, what? is yeah. what it says on uh, Hulu. But uh, this is a Hulu movie that it's out right now. It's free. It's you know as long as you got Hulu, you don't have to pay any extra for it. Yeah, I think um, I have your Hulu account. <laughs> would surprise <laughs> me. But uh, I was gonna like some of the notes that I put down is like I feel like it captures the original like. Predator without being like cheesy, like they do some of the, they have some callbacks to some things yeah. um, that happen in other <laughs> movies. It doesn't get caught out, caught up in like the woke feminism. Like that's yeah. what I was afraid of with it being a, a woman protagonist. I was afraid they were going to say, "Oh, a woman's better than a man." Well, they, they that's s- what I was afraid of. They start that route where she's like, "I'm going to be a hunter. I'm going to go kill a lion and stuff like that," and then she gets her butt kicked. And kill then, a lion in America? That's well, a mountain, a mountain lion. lion. Okay, yeah. and then they uh, they they kind of like push her into a corner with the whole, you're a woman, you can't do anything. They even, like, show women gathering and, you know, holding babies, and she's, like, looking at her future, and she gets all upset about that. And she decides, to, you know, I'm going to be a hunter. I'm going to fight the predator. Well, <laughs> it doesn't get quite to that point at that point. This summer, I'm going to fight the undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so she uses that, like, un- being underestimated as a woman to her advantage, and that's, like, basically the, the whole part Against the predator. Yeah, but but that's what I thought was good was that it wasn't they didn't just focus on oh well she could do it because she's a woman right they did you know she she fought the predator in ways that were believable for her to be able to actually have right you know in movie way pull this off right it was it was a stream of consciousness that actually made sense compared to some other movies especially like the last pre- predator movie yeah predators was that no 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 the one before that one or after that one I mean because the predators because you know the protagonist is always going to win. It's just the way that they have her win is 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 believable. Like right. I was afraid with you know them being bows and arrows and hatchets and stuff. They they weren't going to have any believable way well, for the predator to. There's a lot be a of fair fight. There's a lot of unspoken nuance. Like the predator won't fight people, right? Unless like they're they, armed. Well, if they're armed and if they are, he matches their like. If they have spears, he's going to have a spear. Right. He's not going to get a gun and shoot somebody that has a, a bow and arrow. He's not going to pull an Indiana Jones. And no. that yeah, that's that's something that they don't really say in the movie. You just have to figure it out as you're watching. It was pretty obvious. I, I well, felt like. well, yeah, but I'm saying they they don't just come out and say it. Yeah, and I appreciate that they're not like explaining to you that you know, oh he's matching us with the you know so. yeah. Why are you predator explaining? Yeah. Predator. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think say. To me, it felt like it does the same formula as the original, but mm-hmm. just in, you know, in a slightly new way as far yeah. as like the way it does. I don't know they, some of the, some they, of the stuff. They it's, tweak it cleverly uh, about two thirds of the way through the movie, where you you're like, oh, they're just gonna do the whole Dutch thing, mm-hmm. and then they they set you up to believe that, and then they they deviate. 
And you're like, oh, that was a, actually a pretty clever tw- twist on that. So, and, and for it to be a Hulu movie, like not in theaters and stuff, it actually had really good special effects. I thought yeah. it was it was definitely the best movie to come out on a streaming platform. Uh, maybe this year. I can't think of anything else that I was like all about this well, year. I mean, I I think this is one of the, one of my top three movies this year. I yeah. like it better than Thor. Yeah. The only things I like better are better than this movie right now is Top Gun and Batman. And that's just because Batman. Batman's my favorite. Yeah, but all those came out in theaters. I'm, th- I'm thinking this is well, the best streaming movie. I'm just saying movie in general. Yeah. But, uh, like, I, I like this, like some of the stuff, like when the Predator's invisible, mm-hmm. because technically this is 300 years before the modern Predator, so their their techs advance, but still not to the level of the other ones. So, like, his uh his invisibility cloak, when there, there's one part where, like, the wind's blowing, and, it, like, when stuff hits it, you can see, like, little red, you know, sparks and stuff almost. Mm-hmm. Where it's not as advanced enough to where it can just you know negate all that. It, yeah, yeah. It, you kind of see the predator a little bit when something hits it or anything like that. They use a lot of little things to kind of better flesh out what the predator is and stuff. So I thought it was really good. I have to watch this. Yeah, he, he doesn't have the big like shoulder cannon that shoots this blast of you know mm-hmm. elect- or right. electricity or energy or whatever. He he uses like uh, it's almost like a, an arrow, but it's metal that he like almost like a rail gun and just like launches this. Metal arrow at people. Yeah, yeah. It's and he, again, he only uses it against people who have projectile right. guns and stuff. So, so um, I, uh, I, uh, crap. I wanted to say one more thing about. Oh, there was one issue that I had. So, like, remember, like we always said, why they had the mask mm. and stuff, and it, you said it was because they they can't breathe our atmosphere. Yeah, for a long. Yeah, for a long time. Well, he he didn't really have a mask on. Yeah, I mean that. That's something that they they had that in the, the original movies. That was like why when he took the mask off in the original Predator, it had like the hissing sound yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe they just, I just thought it was retconned it that. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Well, because it's it, a small detail. Because I know that I think reading like notes about it was like some like symbolism thing. Like he would just got to fight him like you know face to face and just like remove all of his stuff because he like yeah. drops the cannon. He takes off the mask. It's like all right, I, we're gonna do this out hand to hand. I gotta say, like this was the coolest looking Predator. I think oh, yeah. out of all of them. With the mask on and like his armor, you know, because he, he had like a shield and a spear and arrows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. that. That was all cool. But when he took his mask off, the way that they made his face like yeah, they, they changed him a little bit. It, yeah. it looked really cool though. <laughs> so that was kind of all about it. He was like red skinned too. Yeah, he was kind of like a dark brown or maroon colored. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I did like the, there was some parts where uh, they kind of you know. Take it back to like the original, you know how when uh, Schwarzenegger falls in the mud and he's like up yeah. against the roots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a scene where this girl she's walking through and she falls into this mud and she's getting like trying to get out of the mud because she's almost like quicksand. Well, she gets up, she's like against the roots and you know the predator is somewhere in the woods and you mm-hmm. think that it's gonna go to that same scene, but you know it just goes on. But that's, that's what I was talking about. Like they, they start yeah. twisting from the original where you think it's gonna and the way that she finds how to cloak herself. It's a little bit of a plot MacGuffin, but it, it, it was they, they established it well enough where it was really well believable when it happened. Did she like light a fire and do no. like the? Ah! <laughs> but uh, and then like, like we kind of mentioned already, but the, my last note was like you know they they do a good job of making the the good guys feel like a threat to the predator throughout mm-hmm. the entire movie. Yeah, where he doesn't just feel like he's just walking through like, like yeah, mass noob. murdering them. Yeah, noob. Noob. And I mean, then, she, he definitely does a lot of that, though. There's there's a lot of Predator killing. And then so. for those who are familiar with the Predator franchise and have watched the movies, there's a teaser at the end of the movie 
and in the animated credits, like as the animations are going on with the, the words and stuff going, that leads to other movies and stuff. But. I thought, oh, are you talking about the, the nod to Predator 2? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's that, but then it also reveals a little bit more on how it goes about. What, the original I, Predator I'll, or Predator 2? You're talking, like, you know, you're talking about Los the... Angeles. I, well, I'll explain to you when we get off. Okay. Yeah, it, it's got a little uh, it, a nod to some of the other stuff. Because so, I, yeah. I watched it all the way through the credits thinking, because I... When I saw the uh, the, th- yeah. the MacGuffin at, at that one point, I was like, "Oh, is that the same one?" And yeah, yeah, okay. Interesting. But uh, I, I give it a nine out of ten because that's, mm-hmm. like I said, other than Batman and Top Gun, that's it's my favorite movie so far this year. I I think it was I, I would give it an eight out of ten just because it was pretty slow to start in the beginning. Um, I, I felt like it, it did a fairly good job of keeping the plot going. Once it got through the first twenty minutes, it, it ramped up, and then it was over before you knew it. It was really fast paced, and and you're in it the whole time. But the beginning, you're just like, uh, for me at least. I, I just I give it a nine out of ten because I did not go in expecting it to be good, especially when it's made by Hulu. Because I've oh, yeah. not liked very many Hulu made movies. I was pleasantly surprised. I, I, it wasn't originally. Uh, to be a streamed movie. It was going to be a Fox release oh, until the buyout. Okay. And this was this was in developmental hell for a little while because Disney didn't know what to do with it. Okay, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. But yeah, I just I, I wasn't expecting to like this movie and I, I it's like I said, it, it went from not expecting to like it to my top predator yeah. movie. If, they, know, if they the original decide to go franchise route with this, I think they got a lot of uh, playground. And then that's that's something that they talked about with like the Predator franchise. There, there's so much you could do with it because you don't have to connect the movies. Right. You can just make them and put them in different time periods, different parts of the world, and all sorts of stuff. So Prehistoric Predator. No, I mean, this is supposed to be the first one. The yeah, first the, landing. The, well, they, they said this is the first uh, documented encounter. So okay. they could, if they wanted to, they could go further back a little bit, but it just depends. Okay. Cool. What news? Whip. Uh, Warner Brothers is trying to kill all of my DC dreams. To be fair, like the Batgirl movie. I wasn't excited about Batgirl, but I was excited about seeing Michael Keaton back in the Batman suit. Yeah, so they shot the whole movie. Yeah. It, the whole movie was done except for post-production, and they canceled it. Yeah. They spent $90 million on this movie. Just to just watch to, it. Yeah. Yeah. What? I, so, I, don't, I don't get it, man. At I, that point, it's like, just finish it. I mean, If nothing else, release it on HBO Max. Yeah. But, I mean, Warner Brothers is... They're killing themselves lately. I don't know. What's well, it's going the, on. the new people that took over the the Discover merger or whatever they uh-huh. had. They they've gone through. There was supposed to be a, a Scoob movie, like the animated movie. Yeah, it was ninety five percent done. They said canceled it. Really? Yeah, and and it did. The first one did pretty well. It was an HBO Max movie, but it did pretty well, and it was you know it was good. It wasn't it wasn't bad. I mean, if if you have a polished turd for an animated kids movie, you're gonna make your money back. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, but yet we're gonna keep Joker two, the 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 musical. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, that does, who's in charge of this company? The guys from Impractical Jokers. I I, I just don't tell the movie's canceled. <laughs> I just don't understand why they would just waste all that money. I I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It must have been really really bad. They said it didn't test well, but still, if it's done, release it, and just if people don't like it, people don't like it. Don't worry about making a new one. But I mean, if it's done, made. Why? I've never heard of that being of a movie being so bad that they just said, "Screw it, we're not going to even put it out." No, I never. I, I, I mean, TV show, movie, it, game. It'll, it'll at least go straight to DVD or streaming service. So, or you something. would think. Yeah. Uh, my next bit of news: Joker Two comes out. The musical. Yeah. <laughs> 10 or October 4th, 
Supposedly, it'll all take or mostly take place in the Arkham Asylum, and it'll be about uh, Joker and Harley Quinn. And this is Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Lady Gaga. They She's playing Harley Quinn. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know what's going on. Uh, they're just. I'm glad. It's like it's <laughs> I like, don't know what's happening. It's like Rings of Power, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> isn't it a shame to watch what you love be destroyed <laughs> by the people that are supposed to support it? <laughs> I don't. I don't really have foolish it. tarnished. <laughs> All this stuff that, well, I guess India. He already had cyberpunk. Yeah, he, yeah he had cyberpunk. It started with, it's all your fault. <laughs> cyberpunk was Piece a crap. bad release, but <laughs> it, it it's essentially kept in the essence of the, you know, original idea. So, it, you know. I will say, though, that bad. the Discover, like Warner Brothers Discover merger people or whatever, they, they're canceling all this stuff, but they do say that they're trying to finalize and come up, and they have a 10-year plan that they want to go with once they get all this business finalized now that they've combined companies or whatever for dc yes so i don't know what the plan is but it, it includes black adam shazam possibly henry cavill and i mean they're replacing ben Affleck. yeah well no they replaced it michael keaton was supposed to have a small cameo in the uh, aquaman 2 really and they replaced him with ben affleck's batman okay so I don't know what they're doing. Uh, the Flash movie's still a go. Cause they said uh, there was rumors that it was going to be canceled. Well, they came out and said, no, that's still coming out. So I I don't know. I wonder if, is, that, is Ezra Miller still waging war on Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> He's at the top of the volcano waving a flag. The closer to success he gets, the more homicidal he is. <laughs> um, and then my, I'll go on to my last bit of news. James Franco is going to play Fidel Castro in A Lion of Cuba. Or A Lion? Elaine, or Pew? I don't know. Isn't he like canceled? Yeah, th- it's going to suck for two reasons. Yeah, well, I'm just saying this is what's coming out. I don't know why he's playing Fidel Castro. One, when's the last time you saw James Franco play a serious role that was actually good? Good question. <laughs> hmm. But this is going to be a drama movie about Fidel Castro's daughter. And two, he is so canceled that it's probably some crazy, off the wall, low budget company that's willing to, to like. This pick is him up. like. Give him the finances to make it through the end of right. the year. Yeah. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's, that's what I saw. Well, before we move on to TV, uh, we all saw Bullet Train. And uh, we did. we'll we did. do a special on that later uh, where we will have spoilers. And you can listen to that later this week. Um, so if you are interested, just be prepared. We're going to spoil the ending. All right, TV in the top. <sighs> what you watch? I watched a show called The Outlaws. Wow. Which is a show featuring nobody you know except for two people, probably. Uh, Stephen Merchant. I've heard of him. He's the really, really tall, creepy comedian guy. <laughs> that okay. didn't narrow it down. <laughs> if you saw his picture, you would agree. All right. Uh, let's see here. This man. Oh, the British guy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was... Um, oh, yeah. He was in Logan. He played like the... Yeah, uh, the, the Caliban guy. Yeah. Yes, that is that man. So he's behind this, and uh, the only reason I watch this, I mean, it's a British television show, which you automatically know piques my interest. Mm. <laughs> However, baboon, baboons. That's how you say it. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> you don't go, baboons. Yeah, you do. <laughs> the show features Christopher Walken as a series regular. Okay. Immediately drew me. I just saw, I was like, Walken, click. <laughs> We're going to watch this film. Or this uh, television show. So it started filming in 2021. Uh, they're already on their second season. They're going to do a third coming out next year. That's good. <clears throat> Why are they outlaws? So they're all cons of some sort. 
there's a, there's a menagerie of people. And as the story progresses, you learn a little bit about everyone's background, but they're all in like this community, like service program uh-huh. upon their release for like the rest of their hours where this short, fat, angry woman who thinks she's in charge, but isn't, uh, who's a correctional officer who could be a cop. Okay. Takes them from a, you know, they meet up, they get searched and then they get on a little van. They go to this project like ho- house thing mm-hmm. where they have to like restore it for, to make it like a youth center for the community. The trouble youths. The trouble youths, which is basically the whole show. I, it's good because they do a good job of fleshing out all the characters, like at a point where it's like, what's up with this person? And then you get his backstory okay. or their backstory versus it's just like, you know, character I haven't met or seen or care about. And I'm getting all this exposition about their life. Right. It's like, well, why is this guy doing this? Why is he, this guy doing that? Oh, stuff. But uh, Walken, he plays like an ex-con man who just got out of prison. Uh-huh. He like went to jail in like the 70s. Okay. But uh, the lady explains to him, she's like, if you find a dead animal, like, you know, uh, 10 kilograms or more, you know, the city council has to come and collect it and dispose of it. If it's less than 10, you know, we could dispose of it. And he just goes, can we keep it? <laughs> and she's like, no. And it's like. Feces, like if it's human feces, do not touch it. If it's another animal's feces, you can't touch it. Can I keep it? <laughs> like he's just saying off the wall stuff the entire time. But like the main character is a female who parents very driving, very difficult on her. Uh-huh. You know, you got to go to school. You know, you got you're gonna be a genius. All this stuff, study, study, study. She's like a shoplifter, oh. just for stuff she never got as a kid. So she's in there and like Walken's like doing all this stuff and he's just like following her around, just, like, making up weird jokes mm. and saying just bizarre things. Like he usually does. Like, it's pretty much... I, I don't know if they actually casted him or if he wandered onto set <laughs> and they gave him, like, the vest to put on or he stole it. Yeah, right. And it was just in the background. They're like, holy crap, that's Christopher. Uh-huh. Keep it rolling. Film, film it, film him. <laughs> Get a mic near him. But, I mean, it's a decent show. Okay. Okay. Is it's it like, not bad. Is it, like... uh like well, the whole purpose is like they're, they're cleaning the whole thing. Like they all got their own problems, but then they find a big bag of money mm-hmm. inside this derelict building because that's obviously where you put giant sums of, of money. Of course. And then they talk about you know what to do with it, you know how to get rid of it, and then you know more exposition about. So their is lives. it like Ocean's Eleven esque heisty kind of movie, Guy Ritchie? Mm, no, no, it's just more just more a little bit of drama, a little bit of drama, some comedy, a lot of comedy. Yeah, okay, it's not bad. Cool. I, would, I would give it. I give it like a six and a half. Wow, that's actually pretty low for you. It is, but it. I I like it, but I, I guess I haven't hit like where it hit really hits its stride yet as a show. You gonna finish it? I might. I mean, it's walking, so I'll probably. Okay. I mean, I'm, the episodes are all an hour long. Wow. And I'm three episodes in. Yeah, I, I'm having like I I'm, I've been watching some half hour shows recently. Like Only Murders in the Building is. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty much a half hour. It's such an easy watch, you know. This is a, this is a commitment. Yeah, and I like you know I want I wanted something solved in half an hour. If it was if there was a Christopher Walken show that was half an hour, it'd be all over it, oh, yeah. all over it. Speaking of TV shows, mm. Keanu Reeves, yes. television, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, mm. Martin Scorsese, mm. and a television, show. television, <laughs> television. Didn't Scorsese crap on TV at one point? Probably. So. Keanu Reeves is going to be starring in a Hulu series, okay. a uh, limited series adaptation of the book Devil in the White City by Eric Larson, which is about uh, serial killer Dr. H.H. H. Holmes, who had like the murder castle and was killing people during the World's Fair in Chicago. 
Oh, that's like what the turn of the 1900s. Yeah, it was like late 1800s. Yeah. So yeah, I remember that. It, he has like secret rooms where you would trap. Yeah, people. it was like the yeah. murder yeah. castle. Like gas them and like do all kinds of weird and stuff. Keanu Reeves is gonna be that guy. Uh I don't know if he's going to be playing him. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine because it seems like he'd be the centerpiece of the show. Okay. Or maybe, maybe he's the detective trying to find. I can see Leonardo DiCaprio playing that guy. <laughs> Well, Leonardo DiCaprio is producing because he, oh, okay. he owns the rights. He bought the rights to do a movie, and then somehow it was sold so they can do a series. Ah. Okay. Which I mean, is, for some reason, where Scorsese comes into play. Because huh. he likes Leo. <laughs> he loves Leo, that little man in his big eyebrows. Well, interesting. I, I, I would give it a I watch. Mean, you, s- you don't know where it's going to be at yet? It's going to be on Hulu. Oh, is it? Okay, cool. So I know, from what I read, um, Leonardo DiCaprio and I think Scorsese are set to produce. I don't know if he's going to direct. I don't know. I don't think he's going to direct. I think he might be an executive producer. Yeah. Just cause, but I mean, I've read the book. It's a great book. Huh. It'd be interesting to see Keanu Reeves kind of in a more bad Cra- guy kind of role. Crazy Did serial you killer. read? I mean, That's what I got out of that. Killer, killer Reeves? So I was like... I got out of it that Tom reads besides Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what is there ever a role where Keanu Reeves plays a bad guy? I can't think of one. I mean, John Wick, he's the protagonist. He he avenges the death of a puppy. That's he true. can't he can't be a bad guy. You can't be for that. Uh he's in Dracula, but he plays John Harker. Well, let's not go through his IMDb. I, I just can't think of anything. I I can't think of a single movie where he's a villain. All right, well, moving on. Set to come out twenty twenty four. Interesting. I, w- I will be keeping a close eye on that. No, you won't. Video games. Yes. So, before I talk about a video game that me and Tom have played, I want to talk about... He's, he's, he's all giddy. My birthday present. Now oh, look at him gloating. PlayStation 5. You gloater. So, my wife did a really good job surprising me with this because she's like, I didn't get you anything big for your birthday. Don't fr- stop, just, stop freaking out about she it. She sold one of their children. <laughs> about. Um, so... She, like and, and she said, "There, honestly, you can't find them anywhere." You know, how did she I, find I, it? I tried. She got it through Walmart uh, by a uh, re- reservation. She went through Amazon, Sony, and then finally settled on Walmart. And it was it was priced up. It was jacked up a little bit. Um, it was like I think. Well, how much is a PlayStation Five? I don't know. I think like the one with the disc drive is like how much was the Xbox? I don't know. Five hundred. Five fifty. Yeah, six five fifty. So this is the PlayStation without the drive, which is I'm fine with because I n- I never use my Xbox. So that should be like three hundred. How many four. how many physical games do we own at the moment? Yeah, exactly. So th- I think without the drive, it's four hundred. This was five seventy five with shipping. So I mean, not bad for something you can't right. find. Because like ev- if you look everywhere right now, it's like a thousand bucks. Yeah. So it's just it's just not worth it. But anyways, so I got it. Super excited. Opened it. Broken. No, it's, it's not broken. It was the box is a little roughed up. You could tell it was in like storage or something like that for a while. That's but. why somebody's been hiding it. They just couldn't afford it. But I was like, oh no, there's going to be a profile on this or something already. No, it was. It was if it was used, it was wiped, and it doesn't seem like it's been like all the wrappings and papers weren't undone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got it out, it is a goofy looking. Like I mean, we all have made fun of it, but like I've never handled one before, and those wings off of it just feel like they're going to snap <laughs> at any time. And, uh, you know, it gives you the option of putting the plate at the bottom where you can stand it up like a router mm-hmm. or you can put it on its side like an old uh, VCR. Like a, piece, like a yeah. PS2. Yeah. 
and put it in that way. So I chose that way because I got too many contraptions around my TV as it is. Um, and it got pretty hot, so that that kind of concerns me. And it's just kind of clunky, like, because it's sloped on the side, so the, mm-hmm. the stand has to, like, cant itself in order to, like, level off on, on an even surface. And it's just just goofy design. I don't know. So they're like doing all the sculpting and like clay stuff. Like, oh, I want it to look like this. I want swooping things. Yeah. Xbox rectangle. Hey, but you know what? <laughs> like as far as aesthetics, I got to give it to Xbox because it's, it's simple and, and goofy. It's a box. It, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. it. It's works. a box. It's a rectangle. It, 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 it does. You don't have to worry about it. And it's like a cinder block, you know? <laughs> so this is just like, they're trying to be all. Somebody goofy. breaks in, you just swing it. One they're time. trying to be our tours. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to be goofy with the, the shape and stuff. Um, the controller is way lighter than an Xbox controller. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it's got so many gizmos on it. So I started pulling the triggers, and I was like, wow, these are really light triggers. <coughs> really light triggers. But um, then I started playing the uh, controller demo for the game, or for the console, and it was like it's got haptic triggers. And I started pulling the trigger, and I was like, not, not saying I did it yet. And I was like, oh. So I really pull the trigger. It's got like a 12, 15-pound pressure trigger on it <laughs> before it kicks in. So you got to really snap that guy. It's, it's, it's a, I don't know why they've made it so intense that yeah. way. I know a lot of the uh, PC gamers who use controllers, they all use the PlayStation ones. Really? I mean, it does give a lot of feedback because the haptic triggers are pretty cool. And then you got the, the speaker in the controller, which is kind of annoying. I don't know if I'll ever want that or not because I play with a headset. Yeah. And... Uh, and it's got the touchpad, which is actually kind of nice because if you're like typing text and you got to like D pad and joystick around to try and input, you just, yeah, you can just swirl around with that. And it puts the, the word together. Yeah. So I, I like that a lot. Um, I only played like the, the controller demo and, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a fun console so far. I did get the uh, PlayStation Pass. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I don't know. It's PS, <laughs> PS Plus. I don't know anything yeah. about PlayStation. It's a. It was a hundred and twenty dollars for a year, but it has a ton of games. It, it it might have better game selection than Game Pass. So um, I got the Spider Man games, and uh, every Ubisoft game is on there. Um, every Assassin's Creed or whatever. Hmm. Um. Some game like all of the uh, the what were we talking about the Last of Us the remake yeah that's on there oh, okay so you know you don't have to spend money for that anyways and um, you know so like all the Final Fantasy games everything uh, so I I just was like the only thing that was a deciding factor for what games I wanted to play was how long the download was going to be so <laughs> yeah you don't have fast internet anymore. I don't I don't but uh, I, I I'm gonna enjoy it and it lets you pick like how your play style is. And I was like, for PlayStation, I don't have any friends that play PlayStation. If I do, I don't want to play with them. So I put solo, leave me alone as an option. <laughs> Lone wolf. Yep. And uh, it, it was like, okay. And so then it starts advertising you single-player games and stuff like that that you can download. Um, it was, um, I had to verify 15 different ways and, you know. Give a blood sample. Basically to get. Put down passwords that he's never going to uh, remember. It did do this where I, with my phone, I can verify through that now. So I don't. Not have, an old email you haven't used right. since 2005. <laughs> I shouldn't have to murder somebody in order to. to uh, the password was annoying, though. Uh, uh, it just, you have to, you know, use all these special characters and crap like that. But whatever. Uh, so, anyways, I, I think it's a, a fun console. I think that the um, 
despite its aesthetics and how goofy is it the is. um like menu navigation like home screen stuff is it still a little convoluted um i don't think so it's kind of like xbox there's a, the playstation button that you yeah. press and you go home with that mm-hmm. and then you can is it go cluttered at all or there's a lot of stuff that I was like, that's not what I'm looking for, so I'm not going to mess around with it. I was just looking how to get to the game library, how to mm-hmm. start a game and download games and stuff like that. So I'm is not going to use a play because they wanted me to put in my Netflix and Hulu and all that crap. Nah, I got it on my TV. I don't need that kind of stuff. So, you know, I just solely for single-player games. So that's the only reason why I want it. Um, but, yeah. So I downloaded the Spider-Man game for my son and the, the cat game, the cat with the backpack. Stray. I downloaded that because my daughter. My wife comes right off the bat like, this is daddy's console. You can't have it. He's the one who decides what to play on it. This is his. And the kids are like, I'm a daddy. And so, you know. They that lasted really long, huh? I they did. just didn't listen. You're like, it's my birthday. That's uh, fine. You know, I, I wasn't going to be able to play today anyway, so I downloaded their games. I'll, I'll get around to getting some games that I want. They got God of Wars on there and stuff, so. You can, cool. you can play it instead of just watch the walkthrough and then review it. Right. Um, then uh, for the game review, me and Tom played Escape Academy, which yes. is like Escape Room. Um, the game. The game. And it's... <laughs> On steroids. It, it is. It's a it's a pretty fun game. Like, I never got huge into Escape Rooms, but I love puzzles. And um, especially like that, that like first-person, three-dimensional puzzle kind of game stuff like from Zelda. And uh, this is definitely... There's some of the puzzles you're like, how the... How, how do you even make that yeah. connection? <laughs> but for the most part, we were able to figure stuff out if somebody doesn't Google. And, that uh, happened once. <laughs> on one thing. Out of all the levels. Uh-huh. One time. And you didn't figure it out either. I was about to. Yeah, you I, were about to. I you was. had not I at was, that point. I, I, I time was a, was a factor. A bomb had to be diffused. Yes. Lives were at stake. I, I saw the Russian transcript. And then the, the red flowers in the area, and then there was dots marking, and I was like, oh. And then you, uh, like, had inputted the exact command Bom- for it. Bombs counting down, and Tom goes, hint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's been a couple times we used a hint, and we realized, like, we were totally wrong. We were going in the opposite direction. Yeah. We were like, uh. But those are in-game things, you know, but not, like, Google, save I would, me. I would like to phone a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's fun. It's uh, the story. Who gives a crap? We skip it all and just get. To oh, the I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I just want the puzzle. But uh, it's it, we basically beat it. We we I think we have one level left or something like that. But, yeah, we uh, got to finish it. Um, yeah, I, I I give it an eight out of ten. I don't think it's anything to like get super. You know, it's rewarding. It's rewarding when, when you figure out some like yeah. off the wall stuff and you're like, it's this. Yeah, and it's like. <laughs> It worked! We're like, yeah! That's the beauty of puzzle games, is it? You know, mm-hmm. it's immediate satisfaction. Like the, um... But I think that there's... The space l- level one. Not the space level one. The one with the ship, where we had to, like, guide him through yeah. and figure everything out. How to, like, turn on power and mm-hmm. coordinates and communicate. That was... That was wild. That might have been our finest moment. Um, I think that, um... It's got a lot of potential for DLC, and if they can include a third player or something like that, or make puzzles specifically for multiplayer instead of just, you know... And make it where you play multiplayer and you have your own screen. Yeah. Not, I don't know why. Actually, well, sometimes, it's, sometimes it is convenient. Yeah, where I can look at the map, and instead of me having to relay information to Tom, he can just look at my side of the screen. Because it, it's, it's split, split screen, screen vertically. Di- despite it... it even yeah, being online? Even being yes. online. Okay. So, but, like, a lot of stuff, like, you have to, like, look at some legend or a book or a map or you find something. 
and the other person has to like put in stuff. So instead of trying to come back to it and look through it and try to remember everything to put in, mm-hmm. it basically is like I'll read it or I'll hold it up and explain it, and Hayden will put everything in or vice versa. Oh, okay. Or be like, hey, wait a minute, go back and look at that. And it's like, oh, this has got to be for this. What does that one say? All right, click, click, click. All right, all right, we got a key. All right, you know, we got we got whatever. Yeah, good game. I, I'd recommend. I've it. thoroughly, it's, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. It's free. Uh, well, it's on Game Pass and it's on the PlayStation thing too. So. Yeah, it's like two gigs. Yep. Download it, play it, enjoy it. My news. Let's talk about the economy with video games. <laughs> I say, are we on a new show? Uh, <laughs> video game giants. This is from the Washington Post. Video game giants see hundred million dollar dip in revenue amid recession fears. What's funny is like how the quotes from all the the big video game companies. They're like trying well, all to three of them. There's a couple. Sony, uh, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Uh, well, there's like a EA and you know EA doesn't count. Yeah. They're owned by Microsoft. Uh, well, now they are. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the, the 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 quotes that they put out are like you know everything's fine. Everybody relax. We're not dying in the video game industry and stuff like that. They're, they're trying to like you know play down the fear of how bad it's getting. Um, uh, Activision Blizzard. Uh, is reported a $7 million dip in revenue. Uh, the CEO, Bobby Kot- Kotick, he's like Kotick. he's like the antichrist of video games. Everybody hates him. <laughs> um, he blames the economy, not the fact that he put out crap games like uh, that pay-to-win Diablo game and all this other stuff. Um, Isn't that a, a mobile game, though? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But still, like... Doesn't count. It's, it's a, doesn't count as a game. No. <laughs> well, a, lot for, of, a lot of companies have been crap in the bed, though, recently. So it... It's partially on them. Yeah, like they're talking about how modern warfare has been tanking, and I'm like, well, yeah, the economy. What, def- modern warfare 2019. The the econ- well, no, like the Vanguard and all that. Stuff. Oh well, yeah. Okay. Warzone, but that see, sucks. like that makes sense for us because we know they're bad games. The companies yeah. are not saying they're bad games; they're saying it's because of the economy and stuff like well, that. They weren't bad originally. Like nah. Warzone original nah, was fine, and then they just yeah, kept ruining right. it. So. Um, I think it's funny that there's like this uh, kind of fear mongering. They're, they're trying to yeah. d- diminish how bad it really is. Who's the company that did um, Elden Ring? Uh, FromSoft. FromSoft. I bet their next game release is going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. They're going to make a lot of it's money. It's a Japanese mythological game, isn't it? That, that, they're supposed to have something like that. Something like Sekiro something. Ooh, I, I have that on the PlayStation thing, by the way. Oh. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I think a lot of it is that nobody wants to say that they've been putting out crap. Yeah. And uh, somebody needs to man up and say, well, this hasn't been our best year because... I think EA just needs to jump on that hanger. They'll never do that. They <laughs> will never do that. They've so. been releasing the same, like, three games every year for, like, 20 years. <laughs> MLB, MLB Madden, and NHL, <laughs> or FIFA. Yeah. If. If FIFA's you have bought no every edition of FIFA, run out into traffic and get hit by a truck. Because <laughs> you're just an idiot and you like, don't deserve it. It's literally no different because it's so far away. It's just sim- the same little peg-looking people yeah. running around. It's just a bunch of tan people with great it's hair. It's the same for Madden. Mm-hmm. Right. No, it's at least Madden. Jersey updates. At least Madden. Well, at least their, their jerseys are different. In this uh-huh. one, it's the same color. Just th- yeah. There's nothing different. They should just release Tecmo Bowl and not say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, my news for video games. I kept it short because I had uh, two things to review. But, yeah, video game economy sucks right now. Hopefully it gets better. Yes. What are we doing for trivia, Mitch? Trivia! Well, you you have my top five movies trivia. And I told you what the top, my top five movies were. This is my buzzer. 
This is my buzzer. All trivia will be coming from the 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh-huh. The Last Samurai, uh-huh. seen it. Warrior, mm-hmm. Interview with a Vampire, mm-hmm. and Man of Steel. Okay. Okay. I've seen all those movies. Good luck, Tom. <laughs> it's not that Hayden has seen all these movies. It's what does Hayden remember? Yeah, <laughs> That's can, true. Can we do the music? No. I don't have that. <laughs> Darn. We don't, <laughs> have, we don't have that feature. <laughs> Each movie has five questions from the movie, and then in the... Bonus, there's one question from each movie. Okay. So okay. there's a total of 35 questions? That's a lot of questions. Let me make sure. We're about I'm good at counting. We're f- no, 30 questions. We're five minutes from our hour mark, so let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, who voiced Donatello in the ni- 1990s Ninja Turtle movie? 1990s? Yes. The original. That would be Corey Feldman. Yes. Okay. I was going to say Brad Pitt. Number two, what future big star got his start as a teen thug in the 1990s? Uh, Sam Rockwell. Yes. Was he in that? Yep. He was. He was just like this teenager that's like handing out cigarettes to other teenagers trying to get them to be part of the Foot Clan. <laughs> huh. Number three, huh. what weapon does Master Splinter use to defeat Shredder? Ooh. Uh. We've talked about this. Was it a ninja star? No. A fan? No. Uh, um, um, is the nightstick thing? The no. Ton- no. Was it Donatello's sword? No. Not, I mean, uh, Leonardo's uh, sword? No. Okay. <laughs> Was it Donatello's bow? No. Staff? Um, the power of friendship? It's a weapon. <laughs> the power of hate? <laughs> the size? Comma. Nope. Nunchuck. Yes. Yay. <laughs> what was it? Nunchuck. Nunchuck. <laughs> yeah. Worked my way down to it. It's just like, go through the weapons. The Shredder makes them throw all their weapons off the roof, and the Nunchucks land on the ladder. And when Shredder co- or when Splinter comes up, Shredder like dives at him with a spear, and he <laughs> traps him and oh, yeah. him off the roof. Mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> what is Shredder's top henchman's name in the 1990? Oh. Uh, the bald guy. I don't remember. I don't remember. I mentioned it last episode when you did trivia. Baxter. No, that was, no. That was the fly guy. Barnaby. No. Alan. I know you mentioned it, but I I don't remember. S- zipper I. Well, we're just going to go ahead and call this. Okay. <laughs> Tatsu. Okay, Tatsu. Number five. What turtle loses a weapon at the start of the movie? Raphael. Yes. Damn it. <clears throat> Some... You gotta answer something. <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen this movie since I was like five. All right. Well, we're done with Ninja Turtles until the bonus. Number six. What century does the Last Samurai? It is the. It's after. It, it's nineteen uh, hundreds. It's the nineteenth century. Yes, because the eighteen hundreds. I, th- I could have sworn it was after the Civil War. Yes, that was in the eighteen sixties. To seventies, <clears throat> no, wasn't it? Ended in eighteen sixty-five. Oh, okay, never mind. Time on the board. All right, there you go, Tom. Good job. Number seven. Katsumoto learns about a famous general from Algren's notes. Custer. Yes. Oh. Before Tom comes back, <laughs> history stuff. <laughs> Number eight. What causes Katsumoto to spare Nathan Algren's life? The images with the. Uh, uh, the tiger 
yeah. on the spear. Yeah. He's having like a he has like a dream about the tiger and that the, he sees the, him using the it, cherry yeah. blossoms. Number nine. What major event in the movie makes Katsumoto trust Algren? Um, during the play when they're attacked by the ninjas and he saves his family. Yes. Wow. All right, well, you've caught up to Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10. What ultimately causes Katsumoto's defeat? I heard that one. Thank you. It was... Uh, well, I mean, he gets shot to death from the uh, machine gun. Okay, I'll give it to you. It's Gatling well, he doesn't gun. Gatling gun. I'm going to say, well, Tom Cruise <laughs> finishes the job. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, that's what causes it to You're fall. not dead enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're on to the movie Warrior. This one's worth two points. Why does Brendan Conlon ultimately join the MMA tournament? Because he wants to raise money to give to his dead friend's wife and family. Is yeah. her family. Because no. he wants to. His kid is sick, right? That We're talking um, Joel Egerton's character? That's part of it. Oh, is it because and for he, his he, family because he's he, poor and he's a teacher. That's what I was going to say. Well, you've got half of it. He's there's something else that's like happening to him at the time. He's he, get, he, he gets fired. Substitute. He gets fired from his job. Well, this happens before that. He before he gets fired from his job. He's I, at he's at the bank talking to them. Oh, oh he, can't, he can't get a double mortgage or yeah, something like that. His house is under foreclosure. <laughs> standing at the same time. I'll give you a point each because he was talking about the mortgage and you said that that his kid's sick. Okay. Okay. Piece of crap. (laughs) No one's saying Brendan Conlon was uh, Joel Egerton. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought. Number 12. Why is Tommy going by Reardon instead of Conlon? Because he's AWOL from the Marine Corps. Yes. All right, number 13. Who does Tommy KO and embarrass to get into the MMA? Mad Dog? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. I wouldn't remember the name. Mad Dog Grimes. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember it was Mad Dog. And I, it was like a Chuck Liddell wannabe looking chap. Yeah. <laughs> that he beats the snot out of twice. Again. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen again. He like knocks him out quick. Bah, bah, bah. It's like, huh, octopus. <laughs> Hands everywhere. All right, number 14. What former Olympic gold medalist and progress? Kurt Angle. Yes. Jeez. I would never have guessed that. You're losing my two now. I, yeah. I remember seeing him in the movie going, hey, it's Kurt Angle. <laughs> he plays Koba. Koba. Number 15. How does Brendan end the final? Submission. Yes. Because he dislocates his shoulder. Oh, well, nope. Well, he dislocates Tommy's shoulder. Nope. He uh, gets him to, to quit because he says it's okay. Nope. Okay. Let's buy tap he, out, right? He does make him tap out, but how? The shoulder lock? No. Is it an arm bar? No. Leg lock? No. Wet willy? <laughs> Is it a I choke? Mean, he gets him in a some r- sort of... rear naked choke? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because he, he does, he breaks his arm or his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, I know. He dislo- and then he two rounds later is when he uh, chokes him out. Yeah, but that he wins by submission because he taps out. Yeah, but... That's what but, I said. By you, rear naked choke. He was you, looking for that. Yeah, you can make people tap out. And look, yeah, he was wearing time. black shorts, too. I got too, a point, Tom. <laughs> God. You can make him tap out with arm bars, you know, ankle locks, all sorts of stuff. Hey, he died, but it doesn't matter because we need to know how. <laughs> we, did, it was we, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. COVID, <laughs> gunshot, all train, all right, lightning. All right, we're on the interview with a vampire. Right. Crap. <laughs> Number 16, what was the name of the little girl turned vampire by Lestat? Oh, gosh. 
Beatrice. Played by, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kristen ha- Dunst. Yeah. Helen. No. Margaret. No. Dagmar. <laughs> That's probably closer than the other two. Is it like... Uh, Emily. Is it French? I don't know. Um, Colette? Julia? No. Juan? Nita? I don't know. Claudia. 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 Number 17. What city does Daniel Malloy... Um, Baton Rouge? No. Memphis? No. Um, New Orleans? No. Darn it. Want me to finish the question? Go ahead. Yes. What city does Daniel Malloy and Louie interview take place in? New York? No. Los Angeles? No. Chicago? No. Philadelphia? No. Detroit? No. Uh, Pittsburgh? No. Atlanta. <laughs> Paris? No, it's no. A, definitely America. Um, Dallas. There's big, like, iconic things in the opening scene that you see. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie. Seattle? No. Uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. No. Uh, Montpelier. Burlington. Little Rock. Tampa. What, what, are, what am I forgetting? Tallahassee. No, it... <laughs> Is it New Orleans? I'll tell you this. I it, said it's New a Orleans. coastal city. Coastal. Somewhere on the coast. San Diego. No. Boston. No. Providence. No. Um, Hartford. No. What's uh? Not not Seattle. Um, Vancouver. No. I don't know. Tacoma. You give up? Yes. How about you? One more city, guess. San Francisco. Yes! <laughs> Jesus. All right. Yes, in the opening shot, they like pan past the, the, the Golden the Great Golden Golden Bridge. Bridge. Yes. <laughs> All right. Can't believe you got that lucky. All right, number 18. When Louis and Claudia travel to Europe, they come across Armand, which is Antonio Banderas, in Paris at a place called what? The Louvre? No. <laughs> It's some cryptic vampire name. It's like the headquarters. It's not cryptic. Like the, the meeting, vampire meeting land. grounds. <laughs> the grounds. The underground. The hollowed area. The green zone. It's like a judge or a... a I'll give you this. It's pretty on the nose. Count Dracula's house. The, the pit? No. Something about... Uh, Hell? No. I don't know. Vampire Batland? Oh. You want to take one more guess? It's on the nose, and it's about vampires? Yes. Blood Lair. The Fang. Theater des Vampires. Oh, okay. oh that's stupid. <laughs> so, Theater of the Vampires. Oh, yeah, that's, I forgot. Yeah. We're in Europe. <laughs> Number 19. Disco. In 1988, Louis comes across blank in an abandoned mansion while decaying. What's that? Yes. Big bag of money. <laughs> <laughs> Number 20. Who wrote the screenplay for Interview with a Vampire? Oh. I should know this. Bigelow. Uh, Catherine Bigelow. No. Um, Shane Black. No. Tom Cruise. No. Turd Ferguson. Hang on, hang on. Uh, It wasn't Zemeckis. No. Uh, Roland Emmerich. It's a female. Oh. Helen Hunt. No. 
And Rice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> she wrote the books. No, oh, all right. I never read them. I think I never saw the movie. I think we did talk about that at one point. We yeah, did. yeah. Mitch brings that up. All right, number twenty one. We're on to Man of Steel. Number twenty. What does Jarrell do? Or what does Jarrell do with Kal-El before sending him off to Crypt or off of Krypton? What does he do to Kal-El? He puts the uh, Codex thing in him. <laughs> yes. Darn it. I didn't actually expect you to remember that. Number 22. Zod and his crew survived Krypton's destruction because... They're banished to the uh, neutral zone. What's that zone called? They're banished into the phantom zone. Ah! I can never remember the name of that stupid zone. There's so many zones. <laughs> End zone, cow zone, Twilight phantom zone, zone twilight zone. zone, dead zone. Number 23. What is used to destroy Zod's ship? Uh, I don't know. An AC-130 being flown into it? Well, there's something on the AC-130 that, that destroys The nuke? It. No. Kryptonite. Uh, the capsule Kal-El came to Earth in. Yes. No. Because it has, like, the, the Phantom Zone projector yeah. thing in it, so he, a, like, sucks it back yeah, in. Yeah, they make, like, a wormhole for it. Number 24. How does Jonathan Kent die? Just take him. Go, go ahead. Tornado. He sacrifices himself. Yes. He doesn't sacrifice himself. He could have been saved. Yeah. Well, no, he sacrifices himself because he refuses to let Clark help him. Yeah. That's so dumb. Like he, he's fast. He can went. Yeah, they didn't know yet. They what happened? Know. It's like God saved him. All right, number twenty-five. They're simple people. What was Zod's ultimate plan for Earth? Uh, to enslave them, to no. terraform it into Krypton. Yes. Ah, I was gonna, I was gonna say something like that, but you didn't. On to the bonus. Each one are worth two points. Shikies. Tom's winning by three. Holy crap! Am I? Yes. Wow. What a turn of events. Number one. This is where I lose. What kind of bat does Raph ask Casey that he is using in Ninja Turtles? Louisville Slugger. What kind of? It, it's part of a, a line. He asks him he, when uh, Casey Jones goes to hit him with a baseball bat, and Raphael catches it. He asks him what kind of bat this like. Wooden. So it's a f- famous line from the movie. Batman. <laughs> no, like it's a physical bat that he's hitting him with. What kind of bat is it? Yeah. Eaten? It's like a brand of baseball bat. I already Uh, said Louisville Slugger, and it's not it, apparently, which is ridiculous. uh, Hardwood? uh, Spalding? No. Wilson? Um, uh, I don't know. Small amount of peas, small amount of peas. Fantastic Four. What? <laughs> <laughs> that bit from Family Guy where Peter's thinking. And he's like, ah, small amount of peace, small amount of peace. Fantastic for the Batman. <laughs> uh, his, uh, Jose Canseco bat. Yeah, I wasn't going to get that. <laughs> All right. It's like a, li- a line from a movie somewhere. Okay. Anyways, number two, we're going to go on to uh, The Last Samurai. What rank was Nathan? Captain. Yes. Jeez. Crap. <laughs> you can still win. Uh, number three for the uh, movie Warrior. What book on tape was Nick Nolte's character listening to? Oh. Old Man the Sea. It was a Hemingway book, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was Old Man the Sea. Unless it's Grapes of Wrath. 
No. I could have sworn it was Old Man of the Sea. What was it? Old Man of the Sea. I know the character that was in it. I don't know. If, I thought it was something different. Oh, uh, is it Moby Dick? That's what I thought it was. Is he? I could he's, talk about, he's talking about... Uh, uh, Ishmael? Captain... Ahab. Captain, Captain Ahab. Ahab. It's Moby Dick, then. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's asking, like, <laughs> Captain Ahab when he's doing it. I've already lost... Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. In what year was Lestat born? Uh, eighteen thirty-two. Lower. Eighteen twenty-three. Lower. Eighteen eighteen. Lower. Eighteen oh four. Lower. Seventeen eighty-seven. Lower. Sixteen fifty-four. Higher. Seventeen thirty-seven. Higher. 1776. Lower. 1754. Higher. 1762. Lower. 1761. 1758. 1760. Yes. <laughs> Stupid. I hate this game. It's my birthday. Give me five points. <laughs> you still lose. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. In Man of Steel, Harry Lennox, a.k.a. Lieutenant Swanwick, is actually who? The Martian Manhunter. Yes. Well done. Two. And look, one, two, three, four, five. I gave you five extra points and you still lost by two. No. <laughs> I was about to be like, what did you do? <laughs> Mitch, how dare you? I have a recommendation if you, uh... All right, what? I'm open to recommendations. That beats me having to Google something. <laughs> what is that? I wasn't, I did not think I was going to win this because I have never seen uh, Interview with a Vampire. It's been a very long time since I'd seen most of these movies. What is it, Mitch? <laughs> this is on Tubi. Okay. You can watch Super Sentai Car Ranger. Spell that. Super Sentai Super Sentai. Uh-huh. S-E-N-T-A. I got, I, I got that part. Car Ranger. Car. C-A-R. Oh, car. Ranger. As in car. Yeah, Car Ranger uh-huh. in uh-huh. one long word. Yeah, he hates anime and Power Rangers. Is this the live action or is this... This, <laughs> this is the... Uh, Live action turbo season. Oh, the Japanese. Oh. Yes, the, the Japanese. Oh, you're, you're evil. <laughs> How dare you? Right. I feel bad for you. It's, it's actually supposed to be actually, a parody season, so it's even worse. Great. Like, there's an episode where the Power Rangers get baked into a pizza. This is a TV show? Yeah. Yes. All right. Basically, it's Power Rangers, but in Japanese. I watched two of them. Well, that's it for this week's episode. So if you've got any uh, suggestions or any uh, corrections for our episode, reach out to Mitch on entertainthispodcast.com. And if you want to tell Tom that he's a loser and, and you shouldn't have known all these stupid guesses that he got, I would appreciate that too. All right. <laughs> goodbye from Mitch. Bye. Goodbye from Tom. Bye, Tom. Goodbye from me. Hey, goodbye. I actually got a lot of